Welcome to Fright Night. She just goes a little mad sometimes. Wolfman's got Mars. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. We have such sights to show you. You're listening to the Jersey Cools. Hey, everybody. What's up? Hello. Oh. I talked over yours a little bit. No, I love it. Oh, okay. I do it more. <laughs> it's all good. Welcome back to another episode with the Jersey Ghouls. That's right. And tonight, Jackie, I was wondering, am I not pretty enough? <laughs> too soon. Too soon for an I'm not pretty enough reference. Um, anyway. It's it's prom night here at the Jersey Ghouls. Yeah, we uh, we are all dressed up pretty fancy. That's we got right. our hair did. Mm-hmm. We've got the mirror ball spinning because yep. we are tackling a handful of prom theme movies in part one and part two of our prom special. This whole month is all about the prom, and just like just like me on prom night, you were getting lucky, my friends, because we are talking about. The loved ones. I didn't even plan that one. No, that was good. No, I'm like, I don't know what prom you went to. My prom was sad. Mine was was so pathetic. It's not even funny. But let's pretend I was cool enough to get lucky on prom night. Not cool. Not cool guy over here. Real cool, Uh. Brewster. Um, (laughs) We're going to talk about prom night and the loved ones. We'll start chronologically. So we will talk about Prom night. Yeah, let's do that first. Prom night. <laughs> this is, you, is, is the real way you say it. <laughs> prom night. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, it wasn't that prom bad. Prom night. It wasn't that bad. Was this this 1980s horror staple is... Nate's making a face. You he don't think this one's a horror staple? I think no. it's a horror staple. No. I think it is. I think, I think... I feel like it's... Too early. Talk about tell tell everyone th- what the movie was about. Okay, I first. can tell you. What I think yeah. And then I'll tell you why it was stupid. A couple of a hole kids accidentally on purpose kill another little kid. We skip ahead six years later, and it is prom night. Not only is it prom night, but it's the six year anniversary of the little girl's death. We see her grown up siblings about to attend their prom, and one by one, all of the a hole kids that accidentally on purpose killed the little girl. Start to die off. Who done it? I don't know, but they'll boogie down at prom until they find they out. They sure as fuck will. That's a really good. Well done. Thank you. I'm yeah, trying to get that. Like yeah. I'm yeah. trying to like not be like. And then this person said. And then this person said. <laughs> and then the sky was blue. And then this house was green. And then this person. So yeah, that's. I'm trying to do like like the back of the movie box kind of. No, that's that was yeah. good. That was that's good. good. Cool. I liked Thank it. you. So right. um, if we start when they're little, my first my first big statement is holy shit, were kids ballsy as fuck in the '80s? I wouldn't have gone near that damned abandoned whatever the hell it was with a ten. I would have been all over oh that shit. Oh my god. Now, I feel like as a kid, I would have been all over it but watching the movie I know that I'm old because my first thought is like ooh oh I don't want to get a tetanus shot <laughs> like like my first thought was just like Me that's too. that is icky like don't go in there don't touch anything and like homeless people probably poop there probably yeah yeah we watched all the irresponsible kid movies like the kids that make a spaceship and go into space the <laughs> yeah. kids that, that, that look for pirate gold the kids yeah. that like we watched all the like kids doing stuff that kids shouldn't be doing movies, and we were like, yeah, we want to be those kids. So we're always like exploring places, going places we shouldn't be, and wow. stuff. Like we would have been all over that oh, God, building. No, yeah. not me. I would have. Yeah. Gro- growing up with nothing we, but like my brother and my cousins who are all boys, they would have gone in there. So I would have gone in there. 
in college, you guys would have talked me into there. But other than that, I would have <laughs> never fucking went near yeah, that when place. I was, when I was a kid, totally would have. Totally yeah. would have. We used to go into, like, they had, like, construction back behind, like, this old park in my neighborhood. And it was just big sand dunes back there. It was really awesome. We always used to sneak back there, and they would chase us away. The construction workers would chase us away. But, like, we were just little assholes. <laughs> we just, Aww. like, take everything like it was ours. Like, go into the woods and just start, like, <laughs> hacking down trees and, like, making tree houses and, and like, dirt bike paths and stuff. You had such a, like, I feel like an, a picturesque suburbanite like childhood like i had such a like inner city experience it was so different we knew better than to fucking go in abandoned old places like we were like bitch nobody wants to get shanked today like stop it it's because we lived we lived in the middle of nowhere and watched like it and stuff so we just wanted to be like those kids like we wanted to be we we literally went and built a dam in the small stream that was near our houses because we saw it in it we were like oh we want to build a dam (laughs) so like yeah we just totally emulated everything we saw in movies um, one of the things I missed from 80s movies that never fucking happens anymore, um, it included, really, is that kids just die violent, horrific, ballsy deaths. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it, on screen. And yeah. they don't even blink anymore. That's the one... Th- <laughs> I don't want to say that's the one thing I liked about this movie. That little girl had a giant <laughs> chunk of glass in her oh, neck. So and it stayed on her for, like, five, six seconds. Like, and this little girl's dead. You yeah. saw her fall out the window. You saw her hit whatever that thing was. You could have just assumed they're like, no, here's a close-up. No, they, they went a for it. A giant pane of glass in her face. Yeah, okay. So the one thing that I really liked about this movie were the red herrings. If you've never seen this movie, you don't quite know who the killer is. Obviously, it's connected with the little girl that died, but they, like, I don't know, like, at one point, they could lead you to believe that it was the janitor, because they always talk about how creepy he is, and... You know, and then it's like, could it be one of the family members? Because, you know, mom is a wackadoo now and dad's trying to keep it together. But dad kind of went missing at one point and they couldn't find him. I don't know. Like, it it really could have been it could have been anybody, you know, and even right so far down to the the cover of the movie where you've got Jamie Lee Curtis holding the flowers and a bloody axe. Mm -hmm. Oh, totally. Yeah, that's true. They really do try to um, mess with your head. And. There's also a lot of bad, tr- like, tropes that weren't tropes yet in 1980. What, what was yeah, this? 1980. 1980. This is but- pre-Friday the 13th. Oh, my God. Yeah, these weren't tropes yet, but watching it in, like, 2018, you're like, God damn, you're stupid. Like, who goes in a van with a strange guy who looks like a hobbit? Like, what I- the f- Fuck. Oh, you know what? I was really, I felt really bad I for Slick. I knew you were going to say that about I felt about really Slick. bad for Slick. because Fuck Slick. No, he was a who douche. Who gets that his, level of a girl? His, Not a guy who looks like that. His pickup method was super douchey. <laughs> it was but, so douchey. But, like, he wasn't, like, creepy about it or anything after the fact. She was just like, okay, let's go. Yeah, he's, he was, but he's cool. wearing a fucking pirate shirt. Well, I mean, it's, it's, 1980. it's 1980. No, he gets, and then she, she screws him in the back of the mystery van? Yep. No, I call <laughs> bullshit on that. In real life, Slick Seymour does not get any ass. In I real don't life. think you're right about that. I just, I would never I get in the back wrong. of his van. No, you know what? I. He I, did have I'm pot the, though. I was so. gonna say, I'm on the fence. I think his confidence, because yeah. like you said, like he yeah. wasn't creepy. He might have been a little douchey, no. but it, he rolled up with confidence. I like I give rise to pretty girls. And, Shut up, really? Mm-hmm. I I want to live in a world where Slick yeah. Seymour gets to bang the hot. Oh, dude, I'm gonna tell you right now. No, I'm not touching his penis. No, like, no, 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 no. So I, I'm with you on that. She like, touched not, it multiple times. She touched it with a lot she of. She was like, "Let's do that again." But he was like. 
funny and stuff. Like that doesn't get you laid in in 1980 when you're 17. I'm sorry. Anything. I was born in 1981. What do I know about what was what was good to get you going know, in 1980? I know plenty, and I'm telling you, Slick Seymour was not it. I don't know. I think he might have been. I uh, all right. We'll have to agree to disagree. I will double down on the idea that Slick Rick. Slick Rick. Slick Seymour <laughs> in real life does not get any ass. Oh, poor Slick Seymour. I'm just saying. Like, but hey, but, listen. But you know what, though? Let's look at the level of desperation that girl had. It mm. was prom night, and she had no date. She wasn't going to go because she had no date. And this dude almost, like, killed her trying to ask her out. So she's like, uh, yeah, let's go. She needed a lesson in stranger danger. I Like, <laughs> she was just a fucking moron. Also, she needs a lesson, and you can go to prom by yourself. Like you don't have yeah. to have you don't somebody have to, to go bang to. the the troll looking guy on prom night. I'm Aww. just oh, I'm sorry. Poor don't slick. take it personally. Like if you're still out there, don't I listen know. to them. No, I no, think no, you're a cool you. guy. No, I wouldn't bang you. I'd bang <gasps> Drew, the douchebag who like leaves her and goes to bang somebody else. No, everyone's, like, everyone's a weirdo and it's all like it's out of place in this movie. Like all the teenagers. <laughs> Like, seem, like, too old. Especially Jamie Lee Curtis. Like, she seems like... She's, like, 50. She seems like someone's mother that, like, <laughs> snuck into the high school and is, like, pretending to be a high school student. It's, like, never been kissed. It's like, super weird. Well, you know what? That, that makes a lot of sense. Not that that's what the plot actually is. But... Just the way, okay, so I don't know if it's a good thing or bad thing, because the way you're talking about how she, like, act, like, kind of way too grown up to be a high school kid, person, student... So the first re, uh, first interaction with Kim and Wendy, Wendy is basically rubbing it in her face that like, oh, he's still my boyfriend and he might be taking oh, yeah, you to prom or whatever. Bitch and a half. Oh, she. But and Jamie Lee Curtis seems like so unfazed. Like her reaction is like super mature. Yeah, she's like, get this. And shit off my like, part of me is like, yeah, go girl. Like, don't be un- like, you know, she's unfazed by this person trying to like, you know. You're right, and and no, realistically like, yeah, speaking, like, no seventeen year old no, wouldn't buy into yeah. that. Shit. So like, part I'm on the I'd fence. Be like, bitch, I cut you. Yeah, like part of me is like, you know, she, yeah, like who cares? Like whatever, like bleh. yeah. But the, yeah, the other one is just like that seems kind of unrealistic for a teenager to totally, react that way. Totally, I'm I'm 36 years old and been married and with Matt for 20 years, and I'd still be like, bitch, what'd you say? Like, there's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I just I feel think, like it's really evolved. I think the her. fact that it was her sister that died at the beginning might have. Something to do with her acting older than everyone else. Oh, well done, Dr. Furry. Maybe she had to grow up a little bit quicker than everyone else. Trauma does age us. She was kind of like taking care of her brother, who, spoiler alert, if you want to cut this out for later, is the killer at the end of the movie. Oh, but I looked up. That little blonde The actress that played Wendy was married to Michael Crichton. What? That's why why I was like, what? When I saw that the other night, I was like, I got to hold on to this piece of... Fun fiction. What's the fun d- facts? The douchebag kid's name, the one who Wendy brings with her, hit her just to be like a fucker. What's it? I don't remember his name. Oh, Unibrow. <laughs> Lou. 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 Thank you. Um. So yeah. So we have a bunch of douchebags hanging out at the prom. Yeah. And one by one, they start getting killed in ridiculously stereotypical slasher. But movie here's fashion. here's the one thing that like like I said, like it was kind of an accidental an accidental on purpose death. Yeah. Some of the kids totally were like. Some of the kids were real a-holes, but it seems like as they grew up, they lost the a-holeness. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like Kelly seemed nicer. Well, when you, the murder, one that, when you murder someone at a young yeah. age, it ends up affecting you a little bit, I guess. So getting back to your point that they are like aren't that bad, I call bullshit because how does Nick, in good conscience, date Kim and not tell her? I have that note. Uh, what's a, where's my note? I love you. Oh, and I helped kill your sister. 
just say it, bro. Also, how did like he and Wendy seemingly just break up? And it's so casual with Kim that she can be all nonchalant when Wendy's like, well, he's just taking you to prom. And then when it prom's over, it's going to go back to the way things used to be. How could it be so nonchalant that Kim is just like, yeah, whatever, whatever. No, because no real But then, like, you know, two hours later, they're on the bluff. I love you. I love you. And he's trying to confess that he killed her fucking sister. Right. Which is a deal breaker. Let's be real. Because this is a badly written movie. <laughs> that's why. So. Because this movie thinks it's way more clever than it actually is. It really does. No, yeah. yeah, that's right. Because it's one of those like post-Halloween like, we gotta shake it up, make it a mystery. Like, yeah. there's like 20 of those movies where it's like, who's the killer? There's like April Fool's Day and like all well, these and, movies. And with this one, you're riding high when you've got Jamie Lee Curtis starring in your horror movie. Right, yeah. right. Like, you've got... And I gotta say, I'm gonna throw down the gauntlet. She is the best final girl ever puts a puts a celluloid like i just i love her i she's, love her you know in what, Halloween. I, I, I love her as the final girl in this like she's like sympathetic to the brother like the way the uh, the one thing i will defend this movie on is the way the ending is done really solidifies her role as like the best final girl wait ever. a minute refresh my memory was the Sorry. killer chasing her at the end no, no the killer was no. fighting so she wasn't the final Nick. girl no, there was she, no final girl because she was never in any true danger if her no. brother wasn't going to kill her. Yeah, but she didn't, nobody knew that. Like, she's still the girl who survives. Yeah, but there, oh, but, like I but mean, he's saying but that I she mean, was like, never the target. But she was never a target. Let me stri- stroke Because my she wasn't, she wasn't in that place. She had nothing to do with that girl dying. Technically, she need to be, technically, she was in plenty of danger. Lou Nick, was going to fuck with her. Nick is the final girl, technically, because yeah. Nick is the only one of the targets that survived. Ooh, that's so right. Take that, Marissa. He's our it's final, a guy. He's our final boy. Finally, finally, no, men no. get a chance no, to be no, the final no, girl. No. Yeah, he's the, he's the <laughs> final boy. You two dinglings. Hey. She's hey, absolutely hey. the final girl. I called you Diggling's. <laughs> um, I could call you Dingbats later. Finally, men get a chance. <laughs> it's your Finally. time. Um, Woo! 2018. No. Been waiting a long no. time, ladies. You guys are out of your goddamn birds. She is absolutely the final girl. Yeah, but of it's a trap. Film. It's a it's it's a fake out. No, it's not though. Like she still survives the evening. She doesn't know she's not in any real danger. What's to say he wasn't going to kill her, too? He's fucking out of his mind. He's killing everybody. But I thought... Uh-huh. <laughs> I think it's a fun... I'm interested in this discussion. I think we need to examine this more, but I don't think she was. I don't think she was. I think she was, you know, for the purposes of, like, plotting and, like, the way the movie plays out, but I think in all actuality, if you look at it, she wasn't the final girl. Yeah, but she survived a lot of shit at the end there. there. I don't think there was one. I think everyone that needed to die died. <laughs> all was right in the yeah. world. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand by the final boy. Wow. Okay, yeah, no, I like yeah. it. I like this he, is fun. And I agree. Like, when you think about it, she, I mean, she was the target... Of like a carry like, style I, prank. I, yeah, like I don't know. Like she was kind of like the I don't know if I'm wording this right, like kind of the target by proxy. Like she was kind mm-hmm. of the colla- not collateral damage, but she, her friends were the one that was the ones that were dying. Her cause she you clearly you see that she has a good friendship with except for Wendy. Right. Like she's cool she's with Kelly. She's cool and with and Kelly yeah. and the other girl, like they're Jude or whatever. Yeah, like she's friendly with those two girls. She's dating Nick. Which really she's just a fucking like the the fucking jokes on her. Cause could you Imagine you turn, you find out that all your friends are the ones who fucking killed your sibling yeah. when you were little. Like I'd be like, fuck all y'all. Well, that's why I didn't feel bad when any of them died. No, me neither. And especially because they died in such 
jackass, like stereotypical slasher film ways that like I was just like, fuck you, you deserve it. Like the girl who fought him off fought him off for like 20 minutes and then hides in the back of a car. Stop it. <laughs> Dumb. Stop it. Dumb. Right. Yeah. yeah like Do they we were know just for stupid. certain that she didn't know that it was their fault? Oh. Hmm. I just kind of maybe assumed. maybe she's just like she just assumed it was an accident. Because she wasn't there when it happened. Nope. And and in their minds, like they their brains can end up twisting it, so it's like, oh, it was just an accident. We weren't really trying to kill her by playing the kill her, kill her, kill her game. I don't know that they actually meant to kill her. To be fair, I know Wendy did because she was a douche. But yeah, like think- even Wendy, you could make the argument didn't necessarily like plot to kill. I don't think they were thinking they were kids. They yeah, were fucking stupid yeah. kids. Yeah. Um, which is another fun yeah. argument you could have. How much malice was there behind what they did? Um, which then makes them victims. You know, I felt a little bad for That's, them all. But no. you know what? That, you know what though? Because even I'm, even when I was a kid, I knew that if someone fell out of like a third story window, that would probably hurt them really badly. But would you have assumed she would have fucking chucked herself out a window to yeah, get but, away from you? Okay. How scary they, are you? They were pushing age? her. That's the thing. Like they, that's what I was just gonna say is that like they didn't push her. No, no, they no, were? they didn't push her out the window. When they started to surround her and scream, kill, yeah, kill, kill her, they closer. were pushing she's... her back and forth and bouncing her to the four of them when they encircled her. But they didn't her. push her out the window. No, no, no. no. But she was but like, why she was else all would, messed yeah. up, and she's like, these people might actually kill yeah, me. They look like with the intent to hurt her. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they would. It, it was if, a if messed up game. that went to court, though. It was a messed up game, though, because Those it was like. Those kids would never have been found culpable for that. Like, uh, there was no malice of forethought. They didn't plan it. They didn't mean to kill her. It's still. It's accident. still manslaughter. My thing is, if they, if she had involuntary at best, he, how far mm, would it have gone? All manslaughter is just manslaughter. No, there's different levels of manslaughter. I teach law and order. I promise. There's voluntary and involuntary manslaughter. Google it. Google that shit. Yeah. Manslaughter is manslaughter. <laughs> no, it's different. Huh? Listen, first degree murder is first degree murder. Then there's second degree murder, third degree murder, involuntary, voluntary. But I promise, I teach it every year. Manslaughter. <laughs> Okay, but no, let me let me pose this question to you. Go ahead. I'm, I'm listening. I'm going to refill my beverage. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know Law and Order was going to get brought up. Exec- executive producer. Dick, Dick Wolf. Wolf. <laughs> Dick Wolf. So no, here's, here's my question. If they hadn't cornered her to the window and she freaked out and backed up and fell out of the window, how far would it have gone? Like, would they have beat the shit out of her? Would they have just continued to, like, push her? Would it have been as simple as, like, no. a playground, like, pull her hair and knock her down? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, as, as an asshole kid, I can speak to the fact that they probably didn't think about the consequences of their actions. They were just like, oh, we're playing the game where you'd be really creepy and scary, and it's like, oh, shit. Because we've done so much dumb stuff. We used to play uh, Clump, which is where... You get in a zipped up sleeping bag upside down and you try and catch your friends even though you can't see anything because you're in a sleeping bag the wrong way. Clump. Yeah, yeah. I I probably have a concussion from playing (laughs) clump as a kid. But the clump was so fun because it's so exciting because, like, you, you touch someone, you're like, oh, I'm going to get you. It comes to clump and it's this giant sleeping bag monster coming at you. How far do you think it would have gone then? Just normal kid shenanigans. I yeah. really do. I think it, it. the whole thing hinges on the idea that short of Wendy, none of them had like any real malice. Right. Um, so here's, so I liked the ending. I thought that having her kind of caught, like cradle the brother, that, that pathos was well done. Here's what I fucking hated. 
first of all, can we discuss the fucking 30 minute long dance sequence? Like, oh my god, that was so much of the movie. I I had I had the instinct to go back and check and see how much of the movie was them just disco dancing because I'm pretty sure it was 15 minutes out of the hour and 15 minute long movie at least just them dancing to the dumb prom night song. It I used to think I could watch Jamie Lee Curtis doing anything and be entertained, but she proved that wrong with this 30 minute dance sequence. Oh, I was like, what the? Plus, so her dress long. was like my fucking Nana's dress for my wedding. <laughs> like, it was like, I was like, Jamie Lee, first of all, girl, let's talk about that dress. Second of all, really? And like, straight up disco. Straight oh, yeah. up. My other biggest pet peeve was that I've never been more aware of the male gaze in a film than in this film. This film is so fucking TNA oriented that it's hard to overlook it and be okay with the rest of the film because it's all it's just all about the male gaze. And I think I'm spoiled by modern movies in that we are a little more aware of that because I was like so obnoxiously over all of the overt sexual like innuendo towards females. Like I'm just so over 80 style slashers. I'm sorry. I know they're your specialty. It's okay. But they just aggravate the shit out of me with all their dumb tropes, and I just get mad. Jackie, did you enjoy the triangle boobs in this movie? Yeah, there were good ones. There was some. There's at least one set of triangle boobs. A decent pair. It was Kelly's, a decent pair. Not Kelly's yet. Kelly? Kelly? Kelly had yeah. a, Poor Kelly, man. That shit I broke know. my heart. I felt bad for Kelly. Because, like, that was probably life back then. You know what I mean? Like, before girls were, like, fucking empowered. Like, girls felt like they had to fucking... And he did the straight up like me, and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then just fucking ditched her and picked up another, like what the other dumb bitch would be like? Yeah, I'll be your second choice for a bang tonight. Like what fucking dirtbag that guy was? Did he die? No. God damn it, he deserved to die. No. So now, are there are there any any points in the movie you like? Are there any redeeming qualities? Because I have I have a couple of. Oh wait, no. Before I get to that. To go back to dissing this movie. <laughs> yeah, I thought you guys were going to jump in there. I do have one good point. I'm sorry, go ahead. I have good points, but let me just say this before we get to the good points. The The movie is, you said, an hour and 15 minutes? Roundabout there? I think that's what I, I saw when I, when I uh, rented it on the YouTube or the Amazons or whatever I rented it on. One, oh, it was on Shutter. Oh, I didn't know. Uh-huh. I'm dumb. Um, one hour and two minutes... <laughs> Until the first fucking kill. No. Yes. You're no. That can't be true. That's yeah, it is true. true. Because I literally stopped. Fourteen minutes of killing. That's it. It's not until the prom that mm-hmm. people start getting killed, and there's that entire dance sequence before the prom even really like starts. Yeah. I when Kelly finally got it because she was the first one. Yeah, yeah. I purposely paused the movie to see the time counter at the bottom. One hour and two minutes for the first kill. And Jesus, what a fucking shitty moment to die. Like, you just got ultimately rejected by this scumbag dude, and you're fucking sitting there with your triangle boobs out, try to fucking absorb life, and you get killed. Like, yeah. Kelly did that. I felt bad. Like, yeah. I know I probably shouldn't have felt bad for her, but Jesus Christ, my heart broke for Yeah, her. that one was That one was rough. That was rough. Um, and then What's-Her-Face deserved it because she ran like an idiot. I, I didn't care about anyone in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, Kelly, I, I like, felt really bad for I was like, yo, like, because it, it was all like, the editing in this movie was so all over the place. Like none, there's no like logic to the order in which the scenes happened. <laughs> like it would just be like, oh, here's another tidbit, and oh, here's something from this person's life, and oh, there's something over here, and it's like, what is going on? I don't even know who is who. Like the only reason I knew like 
which person was which kid is because they would do like a flashback, like, okay, this person is this kid. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I liked that they did that in the beginning. But I liked the uh, the effect of loose head <laughs> being chopped off. Yes, that's one of mine, That too. was my favorite. Well, that was, that was my one. favorite thing. Yeah, because yeah, his head was just sitting there like, <laughs> That was pretty uh, fun. He was like in a staircase or something. They must have cut a hole in it or something. Yeah, on the stage. Apparently, I, have... I looked at the trivia for it. Apparently, he was really claustrophobic and the director had to hold poor Lou's hand Aww. for that whole scene. Oh, Lou, Unibrow. you little bitch. Because he was, he was freaking out being stuck in that thing for so long. Aww. So the director held his hand the entire That's time. It's actually kind of cute. It is yeah. kind of cute. Uh, yeah, the, the, two, the two points that I have of, of things that I liked in this movie was the amount of times where the ladies wore socks with their high heels. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, can I do that? Is yeah. that a thing? I, you can. I really want to bring and that And yeah, back. my the last note I have is you always get an extra star for a decapitation. Sure. Yep. Good point. Good point. Um, as far as what's good about this movie, for me, it's just Jamie Lee. I mean, I could, she's just fun as in a horror yeah. movie. Like, I could watch her do any... Like, I'm sort uh, of dancing for 30 minutes. I'm <laughs> entertained by... And I just... I, I think she's a good actress in it, that she can bring a lot of pathos to a role. It was a very long dance number. And... <laughs> Although, can you have can you have a prom movie without a choreographed dance number? No, but if it's only two fucking that's actors, true. Like, that's true. Put the whole scene, like do the whole fucking crew, and I'll be yeah. into it. Although I will say, I give it to Jamie. She can dance. She can work it. Oh, she can fucking bust a rug. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, like, I'll give it to her. They all look like they're way too old to be in high school, but she yeah. she's hot in that moment. Oh, yeah. I'm into it. Uh, yeah. I I want Wendy's dress. I don't care where we go. I oh. want that red sparkly yeah, dress. Yeah, that's, that's fancy. Oh, I'll take I like you that to the dress. prom in that. Take me to prom in yeah. that dress. Please. I want to wear the granny dress that Jamie Lee wears. <laughs> <laughs> but only, Nate, you have to wear the shirt that is the like the bow tie shirt. No, yeah, that's, I mean, that's really all I've got for this freaking film. This freaking yeah. film. Anything else, Nate? Other than... Uh. I think we can we no, can we, we can went move over on. it all. It was okay. a lot of it was a lot of burr, 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 <laughs> and then twenty minutes of people getting killed. Or I'm sorry, thirteen minutes of people <laughs> getting killed. That stat still blows my mind. Well done. Well, it, that's only if you hate children. You don't count the little girl at the beginning dying as they a don't, kill. They're not real people. All right, so we. <laughs> That is going to be our segue for everything for now on. <laughs> so we move on from 1980 all the way up to 2012. Oh, God, I love this movie oh, yeah. so much. Welcome to The Loved Ones. Yeah, pretty. Can I put it on like Please right there do. underneath us talking? Because I fucking love the way they use that song. <laughs> See, I've never heard that song before. Oh, really? So, yeah. Oh, God, yes. I actually like, ha- like I have it on my, on, like, my iTunes. On, on your mixtape. And now it's right <laughs> You got a, you got a sweet mixtape. All right, so loved ones. The lo- I'm looking yeah. forward to your the loved ones. synopsis. Lola asks a boy to prom, and unfortunately, he has to reject her. He already has a date, and he's... She's way hotter. Clearly, she's yeah. He's clearly no, not she, into her. Lola's super hot, too, though. So really? Is she? Yeah, she is. Oh, I didn't think she didn't do it she's for me. But every time Molly was on screen, I turned into Austin money, Powers. Money, 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 money. She had <laughs> double moles. <laughs> you guys money. I noticed it really, too. <laughs> no, I thought it was, yeah. I was into it. No. Like, no. I liked it. No, yeah, no. I would have Australian like... girls have to have moles to be hot. I that's agree. The, that's, right. That's their Think thing. about it. Think Dude, about I've it. The got girl a lot from of Chuck. Talk- 
yeah. the girl from Chuck, mole, 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 mole. But hot. Okay. But I know, but super hot. If you want to get, if you can get that girl to come to America and be my girlfriend, <laughs> I will not turn her down. I don't care. If I you could add two down. or three more moles to her face for all I care. All right, let's not get crazy. I'll get crazy. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll make it. I'll, I'll get make freaky it. with them moles. <laughs> I'll make it my new fetish. <laughs> Super hot. Anyway. Anyway, Lola asks Brent to the prom, and he rejects her. So, like any normal girl, she gets her father to kidnap him so they can torture him and lobotomize him and keep him in a pit forever and ever. The end. Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> and yeah, that's pretty much the loved it. ones. <laughs> um. So first of all, coming off of prom night, holy shit, the soundtrack is so much better. So much better. Yeah. Um, it was just such a breath of fresh air because I went from right from one into the other and I was like, oh my God, I'm so much happier now. Um, so the soundtrack is amazing. Um, and also, I love the subplot with the friend because I, I just think it's a much needed comic relief. Like, damn it. Is it comic relief that that girl said? I know, but they're, they're, he's so sweet to her that it's it's funny. Like, they have it's not funny, funny it's sad. Oh, it's sweet. It's sweet and nice. Like he's so nice to her, and he takes and then like the principal keeps. But she's up, so like, damaged no, and messed up. Most of the people in this movie are good people, but they're also like super messed up. Yeah, and that's they're but, all super messed but, up but, but good that's people. Part of the theme, like it's 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 all about like fractured people, like finding one another. Like I love I love the subplot of. No, I agree. I agree, and There's I like how I like how it. Jamie is with with Mia because yeah, she is yeah. just. So damaged, and at first you don't know why, and then when you discover why right. she's so friggin' damaged, it just kind of, yeah, like he takes care of her, and mm-hmm. you know, obviously, you He's know, he knows, guy. you know, he knows what's going on in her life. Yeah, so, I love that. Yeah, I do. Guys, I agree. Yeah. I love that all the guys in this movie are just really good guys, except Daddy. Well, Daddy's super <laughs> fucking creepy, <laughs> and then all the the Damn, really. It's, I had such a hard time. I spent so much of my energy trying to figure out. I was like, all right, is Lola the problem or is Daddy? But they both are. They're both fucking the problem. I have a note. Oh, good. Another creeper father character. Yay. Oh, fuck. She's just as creepy. Yeah. At first, I blame him. And then I'm like, nope. Nope, nope, it's her. I think, yeah, it's both of them. But like, she, uh, to me, she feels like like the one that's leading the show. Am I no, wrong? I don't, I don't think know. so. I don't think so. I think that she was only leading after her father gets a hatchet to the face or whatever happened. Yeah, I love the yeah. fucking ending too. It's it's almost tongue in cheek. Yeah. He's like knife 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 knife. Oh, he fucking good. <laughs> and like you're like yeah, we know, we're, we're we're skipping ahead a little bit. Yeah yeah yeah. Sorry sorry. sorry. So yeah. So in the beginning, um, we as we said, like everybody is damaged, and yeah, our main it, character Brent is damaged in the sense of he. He was driving a car with his father, and they got into a car accident, and we learned that his father died as a result of the car accident. Mm -hmm. And unlike the mother in Prom Night, I love the mother in The Loved Ones because she's fucked up, but not so fucked up that she's, like, you know, ruining everyone's lives. Like, she realizes it was fucked up, what she said, and she tries to call him, and, like, she she pulls it together at the end and advocates. Like, I just, I love Holly and the mom so much for what they do and how far, like, they all go to protect their loved ones. I just think it's so thematically rich to think, like, it is our loved ones who always save us at the end of the day and pull us out of everything we ever get into in life. And to me, that's why, like, I have such a soft spot for this movie, because even Lola and her fucking creepy crazy dad 
I further extend the plot idea and the theme that at the end of the day, our loved ones always are there. Yeah. How did I not get any of that? Maybe it's I'm the English extreme teacher. violence. Maybe it's the extreme violence that I just couldn't. You know, I was you, just so focused. I was like, what the hell is going to happen? You couldn't hear over the sound of your boner. So. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk about Bright Eyes because she fucking fascinates me. So it's not until the very end where Lola finally calls her mom. Right. When she's fucking she, yeah, strangling she her. Once. Like, as soon as she kills Stop her, she calls her, her mom. Yeah. Uh, but Jesus Christ, they fucking lobotomize the mom, too. Mm-hmm. Well, they had to get her out of the way. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. The, it's it's amazing how disturbing this movie... It pulls off disturbing in such a good way. It's like... Hmm, it's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre if it had a heart and it was just nihilistic and evil. Like, if it had... Like, if there was, like, purpose yeah. to it and it wasn't just like, well, sometimes people are fucked up crazy evil people. You know, like, like yeah, we get that. Like, the thank you, 1970. We get that, but... Yes, seriously. But it, but it felt it felt a lot like that movie. And I, a lot yeah. at a lot of points. It felt a lot like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I think that this had such a good mix of a good story. You know, it was, it was well-directed. It was well-shot. Like, aesthetically, the movie looked good. And the the just the right amount of violence. Agreed. Um, I'm going to pen an open letter to Eli Roth. Oh, hold on. Let me let me get the typewriter if, if you out. Could, if you could... <laughs> you know, <laughs> put in a typewriter yeah. sound. <laughs> I, th- I don't think Eli Roth can hear anyone because of the sound of his farts constantly <laughs> exploding. He's such a fucking turd nugget. So I, I, I just... can't hear you. <laughs> oh, remake yeah. Cabin Fever? Okay. Yeah, like this... The Loved Ones was an absolutely... Wait, you forgot. Dear Eli Roth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> turd nugget. You, know you give me, hack give me some, fraud. Give me some low piano music, Ellen. Yeah, I'm going to put dear, it in. Dearest Eli. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah. How are you? Terrible, I hope. I hope you have stubbed your toe. So let this movie please show you that you can find a balance between violent, horrific, torture grossness and leaving stuff up to the imagination. Now, I'm not saying if you want to have one of those movies where you just show every little moment of violence and every drop of blood and every skin being sliced in twain, whatever. But I feel like this movie did such a good job of just nasty, crazy, tortured drill bits to the head and seeing someone, you know, with a weapon in their hand and then the next scene being covered in blood because that, you know, pain has been inflicted. You don't need to see everything, and I thought this movie did it perfectly. It's certainly on the low end of torture porn movies, if you even want to call it that. I think I think this movie uh, I feel like um, it's well, classy. It is too let me, classy. Okay, but there's let too me... much there's too much thought put into like the script and stuff and, for yeah. it to be like just a torture porn movie. But for me, which let me just say that I have not, I had not seen this movie before. Both Nate and Marissa had seen this movie. And when we talked about including it, Nate had said, Jackie, you're not going to like this. Because this is absolutely not my kind of movie at all. Like I said, I saw Hostel. I hated Hostel. Like I am, I am just not into 
I'm not into the kind of like tortury, violent, like gory movies where it's just like one regular person doing it to another regular person. Like I need my monster to be supernatural. Like that's the kind, like I, I will gladly watch Freddy cut you to ribbons, put you in a blender and drink you like a smoothie. But like, like the audition. Like, I am not a big fan of Japanese horror movies because it's a lot of just regular people that are just crazy doing it to other regular people. And to me, it just makes it too real. Oh, that lady movie. is not a regular person. She is far from regular. She chopped the arms and legs off her boyfriend and made him yeah. eat her vomit out of a dog food bowl. Yeah, that's She's true. not a normal person. No. No, no, no I'm not no, saying no. normal, but it's not supernatural. Right. It's very realistic. Yes. Yeah. And that's... Yes. But this movie does yes it well. Yes, yeah. yes. So one of the things I did want to throw out to you guys is are the zombie boyfriends in the basement too much? Or does it work? I what think do you it, mean? I think it works. Those yeah. aren't the boyfriends. Those are just... The, uh, well, the, uh, the, the other extras. guys that she's yeah. like stolen. Yeah. Because that was the only <laughs> moment in the movie where I paused and thought, eh, and then I was like, okay with it. Especially because they eat the dad and then they <laughs> almost eat him. But like, I don't know. Like, are they trying for too much here? That was my one concern. I didn't think they were because okay. to me that just perpetuated the crazy. Mm-hmm. Because they could have just killed them and like buried them. Was ca- they, they kept them alive. They weren't zombies. They were just crazy people that have had like yeah. you know like, bleach injected into their voice boxes and stuff. Would and- you survive all that shit? In real life. They were starving to death. That's why they were so happy to eat the father as soon as he fell down there. Like, can you really do that? Can you really, like, like, drill into somebody's head and it's a crude in there? It's a crude lobotomy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they used to do it all the time. Fuck that. It's messed up. As long as you don't go too deep, you will not kill somebody. That's what she said. (laughs) Hiya! I'm here all night. Um, Uh. Okay. So here's so besides uh, loving it because it was thematically rich and I just I I thought the other thing I absolutely love about this film is that Holly and the mom are so and and the police officer who lost his son mm-hmm. are so fucking diligent like they never give up on him they never for a second flounder in their belief that he he's out there and they need to fix and like I just I love that they rescue like at the I love the ending because she rescues mm-hmm. him I just love how it turns all those ridiculous tropes on their heads and even when Mia gets bought home, like there's a sense that he will take care of her. Yeah, that that, mm-hmm. that the the friend Jamie, right, mm-hmm. is the kid's name, that he took good care of her throughout the whole night, in spite of all her shenanigans and all her stuff. And like he was just such a sweet sport. And there's just so much heart in this movie that it makes all of everything else feel okay. I loved Lola, and I you loved. Would. I loved the actress who played her. Like, where is her goddamn award? Because I thought she did fan-fucking-tastic. I mean... You don't think so? I mean, I think she was all right. I think think she was great, but I feel like the the Academy is not impressed with being a crazy person anymore. Never. Well, I'm I'm being sarcastic. Because it's been done by so many, like, huge actresses and stuff, and they've already said, all right, you're the best crazy person role. Yeah. Well, no, I'm I'm being sarcastic when I... She was good, though? I'm being sarcastic about the Oscar. But I, no, I thought she really was. I thought she was I, good too. I thought she was really good. One of my favorite parts of her character mm-hmm. was at the at the very very end mm-hmm. when she <laughs> was crawling after the cop car. Like that was like like the zombie, like the animal instinct. 
she was going after her prey no matter what. Right. Like her wrist bones were sticking out and she was using the knife to pull herself along. Like the animal instinct of that's my prey, get your prey, get your prey. She never ever stopped chasing him and trying to get him. And I absolutely, I thought that the actress who played Lola, I loved her performance. See, and I'm I'm a big sentimental fool in that I wanted some sort of pathos for her. Like, I wanted to connect with her beyond just being the straight-up crazy bad guy, and I never got that chance. And maybe it works better for the themes and for the overall, like, hero versus villain storytelling of it all, but, like, I always want to have an emotional connection to my villains, and she was just so bad all the time. And so in that way, I thought that she could have been a little more sympathetic. But you're right. She did a phenomenal job. And I also think there's a dark humor to this movie that I just love. Like, I mm-hmm. love how, like, I was cracking up at that whole ending sequence when the two girls are, like, beating the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. And then she's crawling with the knife. Like, that shit was funny. Yeah. And I don't know if it's supposed to be funny. Maybe I'm just It dimension. is. No, no, no I would no, hope so, because I was laughing. There's, yeah. there's definitely a lot of dark humor in this it. movie. I feel it. like a lot of it missed the mark for me, though, just because mm. I was so, like, just, I don't know. I find it, I find this movie pretty disturbing. Oh, you see, yeah, and I think we talked about this, and, but I think and, Jamie and Mia are hilarious. I yeah, but it's like the same like reason you laugh at like when the old man's trying to bash the girl's head with the hammer and Texas chainsaw. Like <gasps> it's dark comedy because the old man, oh, I can't do it. Ah, oh, they're trying to pick up his arm, but it's also like, ah, oh, Jesus, why? You yeah, know? but like they're not hurting anybody. They're 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 coping with fucked up. We one of the themes I love about this movie is that we all have traumas. Life is really, it's such so gothic in that way that it looks at life and says life is so fucked up and the best thing you can do is find other people to make you feel better in the moment. And I love that that layer to it because whereas the the old man in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you're just like, fuck, this guy's a villain and he's fucked up and I'm laughing and I shouldn't be. With me and Jamie, you feel the release they both get from the, the goofy dancing and the, and the screwing in the back of the car and the smoking tons of sh- pot and going home. Like, I relate to that. I relate to the idea of having a fucked up life and just getting good moments of escape. And I love it. And I was happy with them. And I rode that roller coaster with them. And I'd like to believe that Jamie and Mia go on to to keep seeing each other and to keep finding happiness in moments together. And maybe it's the sentimental sap in me. But I laugh at them for the right reasons. I laugh at the creepy grandfather for all the wrong reasons. (laughs) No, no, no. Because I was thinking of, like, the goofy stuff that happens while they're torturing people more than anything. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I wasn't really thinking about the B-plot. I was thinking more of, like, the first time she goes to drill into his head and she's not putting <laughs> enough pressure on. It's just like, woo! It just, like, flies off like, his head. he's like, you gotta go. Yeah, he's yeah, like, you gotta put, use, use two hands. I, I know. Like, but that was funny, though. Yeah. yeah, that's funny. You're right, you're right. And I, I do, like, and I, I like, you know, it's... That they're they're the daddy and Lola have like just the nasty like, the beard yeah. and whatever and the fucking KFC like that's oh, bro- that's yeah. so funny too like they're fucking eat when she puts the chicken on them you want to be mm-hmm. like fuck you Lola like, <laughs> it's oh it's so brilliant it like, is it is but it's like I said it's a dark movie about like very broken messed up people, oh my god you know? yeah so and they're even- all fucked up and it somehow makes you feel better uh, obviously not Lola the dad that's a whole nother level but like I don't know everybody's so fucked up and like. 
they all find good people to take care of them. Like when he when she finds the card in his room, mm-hmm. like it's rare to get that much emotional reaction in a horror movie. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I love this film so much and why I defend it so much because you really do feel the and he ironically we're, this is a prom episode and they never make it to the prom only it. the side characters make it and they get kicked out because she's feeling them up in the middle of the dance floor <laughs> um, which P.S. I loved too but um well, here's yeah the, here's the thing about this movie it's way more well rounded than any than normal, normal horror movie <laughs> yeah. it's, that's it's true. so well rounded there's so, so much, much there's heart. so much more dimension to it than than a normal mm-hmm. horror movie yeah and, and there's so much heart to it like when he says thank you for putting doing what all the king's horses and all the king's men can do like uh, that just gives me the feels every time this idea that like she fixes him and and maybe it's because I'm a Humpty Dumpty and I got put back together again by my husband but I just it really gets me on an emotional level like I just I really can relate here's my question is he a fucking zombie forever Will he eventually like talk and no, walk into no, normal again? No, because I had that she question. Didn't, she didn't end. lobotomize him. She only put the thing through his head. She right? well, she was like, the hole's not big enough. I can't get the water in there. She was getting frustrated, remember? Right, right, right. She and that's and that's when he was like, whoop, and smacked the dad in the face. Yeah. She's like, the hole's not big enough. I can't get the water in there. And like his his cutting and the fact that that razor was what saved him at the end. Like yeah. you're right. It's so, so much like, more. His voice is probably gonna mess up for a while, but he's not gonna be a zombie. He never okay, he never yeah. lost control of his faculties. Like he was oh, good, he was good. getting real creative at the end, piling up dead bodies to escape. Oh my god, and stuff. that part, dude. <laughs> like because you have to like I just think of like having to put those bodies in a giant pile and then having to climb up them. Oh my god. He'd already done so much crazy, yeah, at that so point. much more crazy stuff. <laughs> he just, the well, they established in the beginning of the movie, like he climbed. That that side of the mountain, mm-hmm. that little when he oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. true. Yeah, Which yeah. he had just cut his hand, and now you're gonna climb a mountain like that's dirty, right? Yeah, you know? that's fair. Like, that's that's fair. fair. But and he doesn't care. He, he kind of wanted to die. Like he was well, going yeah, up. He was I contemplating suicide up there I when they that. took him. So I get that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but no, but I, I like love that, they... that he picked up the phone when the mom called right before he got taken. Like I yeah. thought that like it showed such an emo- like this movie's just so nuanced. Like the way that he picks up the phone shows so much about his relationship with the mother, even though they're they're so strained because of what happened with the mm-hmm. father. Oh, I love this fucking movie. So good. So yeah, I didn't I went into this not expecting to like it, and I liked it. And Yay. I'm you know, it kind of between this and between a movie we're gonna talk about next time. Yeah. Um, it's try okay. I'm getting out of my comfort zone and I'm watching new movies, newer movies. Mm-hmm. And you know, I it actually took to, to watching some trailers for some new stuff that came out and from stuff that's on Netflix that was recently released. So Does I'm trying know? to expand. Look at my you, horizons. I'm proud of you. You've really been broadening your horizons. Lately. I'm trying. Nate and I will watch anything that comes out. Oh, across yeah. The like, I'm I have like a ravenous appetite. <laughs> like, no. I'm, I'm like, uh, I'll try anything. If you haven't seen The Loved Ones, see it. It's good. I'm glad that you loved it. I was a little nervous about making you watch it, to be honest. I hope you guys enjoyed part one of our prom special. That's right. The DJ is telling us this is the last slow, slow dance of the evening. Uh, I hope it's Lady in Red. Uh, that's <laughs> <laughs> Especially because you're wearing Wendy's dress. That's true. That is very true. I hope it's Journey's Open Arms. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to go I with did. Wonderful Tonight by Eric Clapton. Oh, shit. Yeah, so we hope you guys enjoyed part one of our prom specials. Stay tuned because our next episode is going to be part two, and we're talking about two more Promi movies. That's Promi. right. We're not ready to go home yet. Don't forget to check us out on social media. Just search Jersey Ghouls and you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. You can find our podcast on iTunes and now on SoundCloud. And you can always find everything, podcast, articles, reviews, and our pretty, pretty faces on JerseyGhouls.com.
Am I not pretty enough? Do I cry? <laughs> I'm singing. I'm sorry. I'm singing a Nelson. Eat up, baby. <laughs> Too many rubs. <laughs> to be you, 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 you. some others I've seen. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.